All right, welcome back to the Sports Med Analytics Podcast. I am Deepak Chona. Thank you for joining me. We are into June, and that means we are almost into fantasy football season. Now let's dive in on the latest news, starting with the biggest name in the game, Brees Hall. Now running backs tend to average 10 months to return from ACL. Week one will be 11 months for Brees Hall. So there is some variability here, but machine learning predicts a two-thirds chance he plays week one. Players with favorable post-injury performance outcomes tend to be young, hyper-athletic, and highly drafted out of college, and Hall has all three checkboxes. But buyer beware, running backs do average three to four games to ramp up their touches, and the short-term minor injury risk is elevated in the first six to eight weeks back. And then we have another big impact injury, Brock Purdy. Now, we're projecting full clearance here at the fourth week of August. He's reportedly started some light throwing. We would lean towards starting week one. Baseball pitchers are able to regain their pre-injury form, and their motion stresses this ligament more than quarterbacks. So overall, expecting a low production impact for the injury on Brock Purdy. Then we have Kyle Pitts. He's reportedly not practicing yet, but we're not overly concerned about that. MCL recovery should have him ready by camp. Week one will be well past the projected production hit. And then Javante Williams. Less optimism here. J.K. Dobbins with this injury took 13 months, then needed a ramp-up period, and still had a performance dip. And Dobbins actually measures as a better athlete by their NFL Combine metrics than Javante Williams. So we're going to have to fade 2023 for Javante. Then we have the Raiders' Jimmy G. Now, this situation gets weirder the more we learn. Liz Frank surgery usually means fixing or fusing the bones. And the minimum return on that would be four to six months. Average is 10 to 12, but that's for position players. And it takes them about that long to regain their explosiveness. But of course, as a pocket quarterback, Jimmy G is a much lower demand athlete. The odd part about the whole reporting situation is that the surgery was reported as a cleanup, and that would imply an 8-12 to week timeline. Garoppolo is at about 6 weeks now, so his activity over the next few weeks will really inform what he had done and what type of recovery to expect. Lean towards him being ready for week 1, because really either surgical option done in March would give him an excellent chance of passing the physical before the season. And then we have Kyler Murray. Now, young players with huge contracts do tend to return slower from injuries like ACLs. So Murray projects into the week 8 to 12 range. Now, there's definite variability here, but he'd be a heavy outlier to miss the whole season, even though that has been rumored since DeAndre Hopkins was let go. Then we have a set of receivers, Jackson Smith and Jigba, rookie in Seattle, recent severe hamstring last year, increases his risk about 20% over the first few years. But that risk does go down over time, and there's no lingering performance impact here. So we don't really have any concerns in Dynasty. And then we have the Packers' Christian Watson. No red flags to report, but notable from his last year's stats, based on the timing of his injury, we would really use his last nine games as his true performance. And that means 71 yards per game and seven touchdowns in those nine games. Obviously, different offense with Jordan Love at the helm, but for Christian Watson's assessment of his own performance, that's what we would look at. Then you have the Saints' Michael Thomas. Now, obviously, a high injury risk player pretty much no matter which way you slice it. He did 
show flashes of that Pro Bowl form last year, but this latest toe injury shouldn't prevent that from happening again in 2023. Again, expecting a healthy, strong start, especially with Derek Carr, but he is a high injury risk the entire season. And then switching it up to a defensive player, Colts' Shaq Leonard. We do expect him back at peak form. He had two surgeries done for a nerve and spine issue. So that's why his recovery was long. But assuming the symptoms are treated and and back to normal, which it very much sounds like they are from the reports, our data would strongly predict a return to pre-injury performance at this point. And then we will end on a positive note, sending you into the weekend with four injury-related sleepers predicted by machine learning. First of which is J.K. Dobbins. Now, running back numbers tend to drop pretty hard in the first year off of multi-ligament knee surgery, but our algorithm projected Dobbins dip to last 19 months. And as he approached that timeline in the last five games of last season, he averaged 100 yards per game, six yards per carry. Now he's well past that timeline and the data really strongly favors a bounce back. Then we have Amon Ross St. Brown. He averaged 86 yards per game in his healthy games last year. But if you may remember, he had a, an ankle injury in the midseason and over the six weeks following that only averaged 44 yards per game. During that time, he only missed one game, but the data really told us to expect the dip based on injury. And now that we don't see any red flags here, we're projecting a healthy start. We do think the 86 yards per game is probably the more reflective performance for Amon Ra. And then we have Odell Beckham Jr. And yes, that is a sleeper in spite of two ACLs on the same knee. The dip from that ACL number two is very real, but for OBJ, it projects to be over at about 18 months and week one will be 19 here. So there's major long-term risk from that knee. Any re-injury could even be a career ender potentially, but for 2023, low concerns. And then last but not least, Cam Akers. Now the Achilles dip is brutal on running backs, but similar to OBJ and Dobbins, Akers projects to start week one well past the dip. The last few games of the year, he averaged 136 yards per game over a three-game span. And we're looking for a return to his pre-Achilles trajectory, assuming that Rams O-line can hold up. And that's a conversation for another day. But for now, that's all we got. And thank you for joining. If you have any questions for us, hit us up on Twitter at SportMDAnalysis. And until next time, signing off.